Good morning, gorgeous. How are you doing this morning? Welcome to the Dr. Daff Show. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff. We're talking today, girl, about the haters. This is one of those topics that I get a lot of questions about being a feminine woman, starting your feminine journey, starting a journey where you're just discovering who you really are. You're stepping into the woman that you know you're supposed to be, the one you should have always been. And things start to change. The people around you start looking at you differently. You experience life differently just out and about how women look at you, how other men look at you. Things will change when your appearance changes, and not just your appearance, but when your behavior changes, when you start being kinder, more gentle, when you start smiling, being more open, being more understanding. People really struggle with that because that is hard to be. It is very difficult to be a feminine woman in terms of cultivating all of these unique qualities, which is why the haters really hate hard because they want it, but they also don't know or don't have the stamina, the willpower, the perseverance to actually get there. So this is a really important topic for those of you who have friends, who may be haters, who have family members who may be haters, could be your own mother who's hating on you, girl. This is hard to deal with sometimes, but this is one of those things that comes with the territory. It's part of the game. It's part of what comes with being a feminine woman. It's something to just realize, okay, this is like when you buy a car, you would need to get insurance. When you buy a car, you have to put gas in it. You don't have a way out of that. If you don't do it, it's not going to run. If you don't do it, then if something happens, you're going to get in trouble. So this is you learning that haters and jealousy is part of what comes with being a feminine woman and you need to learn how to stop caring and how to deal with them. So that's what we're talking about today. And I want you to be empowered by this message. I want you to embrace who you actually are and stop making yourself so small, making yourself so insignificant, lying to yourself that you're not all that and more because you are. And it's not going to help you to pretend like you're not. We don't ever want to get into pride. We don't want to get into being conceited, but you do need to know who you are, what you come with and why they act that way so that you can fully step into the woman you're supposed to be. Because some of you aren't even fully there because you're so worried about what other people think and what other people are saying about you. So this is to empower you to help get you out of that area and bring you into the feminine woman that God created you to be. So go ahead and sit back, relax, get something warm and cozy to drink, and let's talk about this. When you are a true feminine woman, you are a magnet. You're someone who stands out because of the way that you care for yourself, because of the fact that maybe you are the nicest dressed person in the room, or you look like you love yourself, or you know how to say no and set boundaries. People are often intrigued by you. 
you could just be walking down the street and someone just looks at you for a while. Maybe they roll their eyes or maybe they smile because you stand out. You're not just another person walking by. Being a true feminine woman is actually really rare. So when people see you, they're captivated by your femininity. They love it. They want more of it. And for some people, they cannot handle it. It's too much to see a person who truly loves themselves because of what's going on within them, because they wish they could be like you. And this is actually a really hard truth to accept. For some of you ladies who are really sweet and you're just nice, loving, social people, this concept may be hard for you to believe that people genuinely may not like you because of who you naturally are because God just happened to make you extremely beautiful, graceful, and sweet. That bothers people. And I don't want you ladies to start losing your femininity because you're dealing with these people in the wrong way. They're taking you out of your femininity to match them on their level so that they can anger you or they can hurt you. This is to help you to deal with these people at work, at home, and you know, in your personal lives. I have had lots of experience with this. Not you know as much as probably some people have because of my personality. However, I've had a lot of situations where I had to wake up and realize what was happening because it started to actually harm me. And I'll give you some examples for those of you who maybe don't really know how this shows up. First of all, this can just show up in a normal way where you are at a store and people are giving you dirty looks because you are well-dressed, you're elegant, you're beautiful. Or what I see happening more than kind of like random scenarios is when you're part of a group, you're part of the mom's club, you're part of your Sunday school class, you're part of a church group, you're part of some sort of society right so you're part of other women who are constantly seeing you week after week and wondering how you always have your nails done why you always look put together how do you have time for that you know that's when it usually starts to really build up because they're seeing you be consistent they're seeing how other people treat you when people are very jealous of feminine women it's because a lot of times they're seeing or they're imagining how other people treat you, what kind of life you really live, right? So they're seeing men stop and open the door for you. They're seeing people allowing you to go to the front of the line for what reason? Because she's beautiful. They're seeing how other people treat you in terms of like when they have an issue with you, how other people may respond to that because of your reputation. That is what they're seeing and that is what's angering them. And then there's also some people who they don't see anything really happening with you, but <laughs> they wonder how can you be beautiful and smart and nice? How? Like, that's not right. Something is off with that, right? And I'm not talking about feminine women who are conceited, who are stuck up, who are self-absorbed, because that's not real true femininity and for a lot of you ladies unfortunately you still don't know what really means to be a feminine woman because you're consuming too much content about living a soft life and living your it girl era and you're 
watching these social media aesthetics that are promoting false femininity. So you think being feminine is just looking beautiful, sitting at a restaurant, drinking your martini and rolling your eyes at people and looking cute and being better than other girls. That's not real femininity. But for those of you who are true feminine women, then you know that you don't have any animosity in your heart towards other women. You actually love women. You actually really enjoy womanhood and just being connected. So it actually makes you feel very uneasy or uncomfortable with the idea that other women genuinely don't like you. <laughs> right? Because that's that's just so far from who you are as a person. And when you're in those scenarios, you'll notice that some women who have not had a chance to know you are trying to bully you. They're trying to form up with their clique of other miserable women and do things to sabotage you. Sometimes you may meet a woman who's actually really nice. Maybe she's a little bit reserved or sweet. And she's thinking about how she doesn't want to be your friend because her husband is probably going to like you. And that's enough for her not to want to engage with you. You don't really know what's going on in people's minds, but a lot of times this is what they're thinking about. And it may not be a very conscious thought, like they're trying to think these things, but they're so uneasy because of their own self-image, their own self-esteem. Other beautiful feminine women don't have this issue with one another. They get it, right? And they have all those things. They're not threatened by you. But when that threat becomes real, then you start to see their behavior. Just like when an animal is threatened, that's when you start to see their behavior. That's when they show their spikes or spit their poison at you or attack you. That threat becomes real to them. And that's not your problem. I don't want you to internalize this and change because of their own issues. This is for you, my love, to be able to understand and engage appropriately because of that. So when I say I've had experience with this, I've had experiences a lot of times with women where it's involving another man. So perhaps we are in the company of men and these women who are very insecure are watching how the man is engaging with me or they just assume the man's going to like me more than them. And so in their mind, they're in this competition in the conversation and I am not. I remember one situation that comes to mind, and I'm not going to give you a ton. I have so many stories, but I, I'm not going to give you a bunch of stories. You probably have been through this if you are a feminine woman. But I remember being in a situation with another woman who was actually very beautiful. And she was one of those man magnets. She loves, you know, engaging with men. And she was, again, very attractive. So she didn't have any issues getting a man and I invited this guy over to spend some time with us he was just stopping by and he comes over 
we're all talking. I'm actually being pretty like reserved and he's someone who I used to actually have a relationship with. So he's someone who knew me, didn't know her. As we're talking, she's going above and beyond, just laughing so loud at his jokes and being all over him. And I was just there, you know, just being myself. And I was asking him questions. And he was like, dang, girl, you ask a lot of questions. And this was like her perfect opportunity to try and embarrass me, try and make me out to be worse than, you know, whatever. So in that moment, she's like, I know she asked so many questions. Isn't it annoying? She's always asking people things like I can't stand that about her. And then she turns to him and says, why do you even like her? This is right in front of me. Okay. I was in my early 20s. I was a lot younger. I wouldn't be around anyone like that now. But she did this right in front of me. She asked him, what do you even like about her? <laughs> and you know what he does? He turns to her and he says that she asked a lot of questions. And it was so embarrassing to her. She ended up just walking out and going into the bedroom and just being done with that whole conversation because he actually embarrassed her. And this is what I actually find happens more often than not is that the person who's doing this with the man becomes very embarrassed because men don't like that. Men don't like cattiness. Men don't like you hurting other people's feelings. And men love feminine women. Men love women who understand men. He loved being asked questions. Yes, he noticed it and pointed it out, but that was his own way of bantering. She didn't catch that. And so when you're so involved with people who don't understand men, who don't love themselves, who are always competing, then you're putting yourself in positions to possibly become embarrassed. And that isn't okay for you. I don't want that for you. I want you to be around people who genuinely like and love you and are not always thinking about who this man likes more. I've also had situations in the workplace where this one is actually very dangerous because when it's with a man, okay, that's one thing. But when it's with your job, your place of employment, your livelihood, then this becomes a lot more serious. This person may be trying to sabotage you at work or get you fired because in the workplace, again, it's one of those places where people are seeing you consistently. They're like, oh, wow, she's always dressing nice. Like her closet must be so big. <laughs> they're coming up with all these theories about your lifestyle. They're imagining things or adding on to things that you tell them. And they're also watching how other people treat you at work. They see how you're always in a pleasant mood, even though they hate their job. They see how you bring cookies and you bring donuts and coffee and how people love that about you. They see how other people talk about you, how other people enjoy you and like you. And that bothers them so much. I remember being in the workplace. I just started off at a new location and I dealt with a group of like mean girls and they actually called themselves that and these women were in their 40s and they called themselves the mean girls they were all women who were very depressed in my opinion they had very low self-esteem but what they prided themselves on was their work and how well they did their work and they did their work really well but their personalities 
were awful. And one of them, who was actually a very feminine looking woman, but she didn't fit the standard of beauty in terms of like her size, but she was really feminine. Her hair, bomb, her clothes, always, I mean, she was head to toe gorgeous. But she had low self esteem because of her size and it showed. So I remember being at that work environment and getting a call from my boss, and my boss says, Michelle, I need to have a conversation with you. Can I come over? And I said, of course. So she comes over and she's like, look, this person reported to like the the people above her that you are unapproachable. <laughs> so I have to come and talk to you about that and, and give you the guidelines for being an approachable person. And I was like, what? And she's like, Michelle, look. I know this could not be furthest from the truth. You are one of the most approachable, friendly, sweet people I have ever met in my life. And because of that, I'm not going to go through any of this with you. I just needed to tell you that she went and reported this. It's insane. And I, I was, I mean, for me, me being friendly is probably more of a problem than me being unapproachable. Like that is not a word you would ever use to describe me. But in that instance, my reputation is a reason why I did not get reprimanded because that's what she wanted. But because everyone knew me as a really friendly, feminine, sweet, loving person, it didn't stick. My boss couldn't even go through what she needed to go through with me because it was so ridiculous. But that's what she had to say because she had nothing else to say. And I don't even know why she said that <laughs> or why she chose that to say. I guess there was literally nothing else to, to come up with. So that's the best she could come up with. But it showed me that this person is so unbelievably threatened by me that she had to go to this extent to try to sabotage me. This is a really common issue with feminine women in the workplace. Being in the workplace is a little bit different because normally you have to be in your masculine energy at work. You're getting things done, you're setting goals, you're being very assertive. There's not a whole lot of room for like typical feminine behavior. But when it comes to real femininity, it's not an act. It's who you are. It's what you bring out. It's your essence, it's your energy. It's what people feel when they're around you. So even though I was stern and I was assertive and I was about my business and yes, I'm I have a doctor in front of my name. I have things that can make you feel intimidated. With that, I'm still smiling. And you wouldn't even know what my position was because I'm not trying to pull rank or step on any toes. And that was what helped people to feel so comfortable and allowed me to build this great reputation, not even about my work, which was great, but about who I was as a person, what I'm capable of. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you, Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a fragrance line with a promise. It is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 29:11, which talks about the plans God has for your life. This fragrance is rich, deep, mysterious, and feminine. 
it will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you. We also have our Faith Collection, which introduces two beautiful fragrances that are unique and memorable, Silent Storm and Mustard Seed. Mustard Seed is a fresh, delicate, and bright aquatic floral fragrance, and it's reminiscent of a warm beach on a tropical sea. Silent Storm is a decadent gourmand fragrance that portrays youthful femininity. Silent Storm is rich, smooth, and refined. Visit the website www.fineforever.com. You can use the code Dr. Daff for 20% off of your fragrance. Thank you so much for your love, your kindness, and your support. Now, back to our episode. So you might be able to relate to some of this, maybe at the workplace or maybe in your family. You know, some of you have mothers who don't understand your femininity. I can't imagine what it must be like to have to feel like you are lowering yourself for your mother. You have to compete with your mother or your mother is putting you down because you like being a woman. But I have seen it so many times times where women are not able to be themselves around their mothers in terms of being feminine. Maybe your mother had you doing a lot of masculine things because she was a single parent and she treated you like her husband in terms of like the way that she would talk to you, the things that she would share with you, the tasks she would ask you to do around the house. And so when you get dressed up and you're ready to go out, she's looking at you like, what are you doing? You know, like seeing you happy, seeing you joyful, seeing you beautiful is upsetting to her. You have to be in a mental space where you are telling yourself that this is who you are because God made you like this. Your mother didn't help with that. Okay. She heard it, but you are becoming the woman that God created you to be. This is who you are because this is how God made you not your mother and you're breaking these generational habits and curses and lifestyles because you're choosing not to be like her you're choosing to allow a man to take you out allow a man to pay for you allow a man to be the man you're not stepping into your feminist behavior and trying to dominate men and maybe that's what she wants for you So when she sees you with your boyfriend or your fiance and sees how you're acting, or maybe it's not your mom, maybe it's your sister, right? (laughs) Maybe your sister makes fun of you because you're so feminine, because she sees you with your boyfriend and you're like, (laughs) you're laughing, you're being girly, and she's just like, oh, stop it. But look at her life. She could take a few pages out of your book. And that humility a lot of times is what they're missing so many times your family members even if it's your father who doesn't want you to be girly because he thinks that if you're girly you're a brat and you're going to expect things from him and expect things that you don't deserve you know that's poor fathering by the way you have to be able to realize what you're dealing with and step into the truth of who you actually are the daughter of God, the daughter of the king. You do deserve all those things. 
because you've been saved by grace. You are supposed to be a beautiful representation of God's glory, which means beauty. And if you look into the Bible, you will see how much importance God places on things that belong to him in terms of how they're supposed to look, how beautiful they look. Okay, God dwells in beauty. So you may be dealing with these people in this way, but a lot of times, especially the women, your cousins, your aunts, your all those people, they want what you have. They wish they could be like you. They wish that they could have the leisure time you have, have the man that you have, have the way people treat you. They wish they could have that. So the best that they can do is insult you and try to humiliate you because that's all they have. That's all they have to offer. They cannot be like you because they don't want to put in the effort. They don't want to try. They don't believe in themselves. So because that's the case, you cannot falter down to them. You cannot reward their bad behavior with your emotions, with your banter, with a back and forth. You cannot reward them because that's what it is for them. It's a reward. I said this crazy thing to you. I said this insulting thing to you. I embarrassed you. And now I get the reward of you coming to talk to me about it. You, you know, fighting with me. That's what they're looking for. A fight and some people are actually looking for a fight a real physical altercation there are some women who are so wounded they're so traumatized they're so disgruntled they're so angry with the world that they actually are out and about in public looking for fights they want to fight a feminine woman a beautiful woman because they are so unhappy you cannot give into this they will never ask you, oh, how do you get your hair like that? They don't want to ask you. <laughs> They'd rather maybe look through your comments and hope someone else asked you and get the information another way. But that's okay. It's okay. We're going to talk about some things that you can do to help you in this world of jealousy and insecurity from other women. What can you do to stay in your feminine, to stay who you are and acknowledge and deal with this the first thing and the most important thing is to remain who you are you have worked so hard to be the woman that you are today so many of you ladies have been following me for years and you can look back at yourself three years ago and see the change you can look at a picture you can watch yourself in a video you can look at yourself in a picture and say wow Look at how much I've changed. You have worked hard to be where you are today. Femininity does take discipline, does take hard work in terms of keeping yourself up, in terms of prioritizing downtime for yourself, in terms of creating a beautiful home for your family and for your children and bringing nourishing meals into your home and planning vacations and things that will uplift your family. That takes work. Even you getting up in the morning and putting on a little concealer and some lipstick and putting your hair up, smelling good, that takes work. That takes effort. The effort that they don't want to put in. They look at you and they go, hmm, how long does it take you to get ready? Because they know it takes work. Don't let them take that work away from you. Don't let them take your progress away from you. You must remain who you are. Don't allow these people to make you step outside of your character 
and some people will give advice I've seen lots of blogs and videos about this topic and mostly I see people saying things like girl don't pay them no mind just give them what they're giving you back match their energy I don't agree with that do not match their energy you are above that why would you want to bring that trash that poison into yourself to match them so because of that you're not going to stoop down to their level and fight with them and give them that reward remain feminine if you smile and say good morning and they pretend they didn't hear you okay keep going keep moving along your day does it mean that the next day you have to say good morning to them you don't have to but you could it's up to you what i'm saying is don't allow them to dictate your behavior if you naturally say good morning to them the next day because that's what you do you say good morning to people you believe that part of your purpose is spreading god's love even to people who don't deserve it then do it don't let their behavior stop you unless of course they're doing things to make you feel uncomfortable or unhappy that's up to you but don't change who you are and don't expect them to like you because you're doing things for them i know that some people will try to get other people to like them even though they know they don't like them by smiling saying hello giving them things taking their side doing things to just kind of like you can like me i'm likable i'm nice i want you to get to know who i actually am i'm not like what you think i look like you know you're trying to convince them don't don't try to get anyone to like you because it's not going to work it's their decision and they have a right to not like you everyone has a right to like who they want to like no one has to like you that's not your role to convince people you be yourself and if they like you fine if they don't like you oh well oh well they're missing out and they really are missing out and they know that so be yourself Also, it's important that you recognize what you're seeing and believe it as truth. Do not live in delusion where you know a person doesn't like you because you're feminine. You've seen how they look at you. They see them roll their eyes. You've heard them talk bad about you. They don't like you. Some people have a very hard time believing that people don't like them. I'm here to tell you they don't like you. (laughs) and they probably would like you if they got to know you or maybe they don't like you maybe you've done something that they didn't like or whatever but we're talking today specifically about femininity femininity and what comes with femininity not talking about the haters who hate you because you're rich or you're this and you're that i'm focusing on people who don't like you because you're feminine because you love being a woman because of how you walk because of how you talk because of how you sit because of what you wear those people okay those people are not going to like you if they don't like you and it's better that you recognize what you see for what it is than try to pretend 
like they're neutral or like maybe they do like you or maybe if you just did this they don't like you accept that this was very dangerous for me because I did not want to accept that people who were already my friends didn't like me that's a little different than a stranger right like the person in your your office or at your women's group your book club group that's like a little bit easier to see but when it's your friend and they're doing this like back and forth sometimes I'm nice sometimes I'm mean they're making these little snarky sly comments and you're picking it up for me there was a time in my life where I did not honor my feelings I did not honor how I would feel when this person would say these little nasty comments towards me we were friends but they didn't like me maybe they liked parts of me they liked parts of our friendship but they hated the fact that I was feminine there are a lot of people who would admire a feminine woman like they would admire you if you weren't even their friend they would look at you they're like oh look at her she's like so this and that but the fact that they're close to you makes them dislike you because they know you're actually so great but how can you be so wonderful too like it's like the closer they get to you the more it burns inside of them that you are who you are so I had to take that at face value too and say they do not like me I've already started a friendship with them we've spent time together they know all this stuff about me whatever the case might be and they still don't like me so what do I do I have to make a decision. Can this person still stay in my life? Do I have to be different around this person? Do I not share as much with this person? You have to determine that on your own. But one thing I will say, and this is really hard for me to say, I honestly did not want to say this, but I felt like if I didn't say this, then I wasn't really going to be authentic and honest with this information. And if I really want to help you, I have to be honest with you. It doesn't help you to just ramble off a bunch of tips that don't even work. One thing that I had to come to terms with in terms of friendships, especially as I got older after college, was that I needed to choose more feminine friends. At the time when I was making a lot of the girlfriends that I had, I didn't care about femininity. I didn't care about any of that kind of stuff. And it showed. Once I got to a point where I started really turning into the woman God created me to be and changing my life, these people were highlighted to me by God, like, "Mm, mm, mm." and I'm like, oh, but she's so whatever. She's so nice. She's so this because they didn't value femininity. It became a hindrance to me. People would ask me like, how come your friends aren't this or aren't that? And I would say, I don't care about that stuff. But the reality is, when I was around women who cared about their beauty, who cared about their appearance, I didn't have to deal with any of that drama. When I had friends who did not care about the way that they looked, did not care about, or maybe they cared, but they didn't do anything about it, their physical appearance, I saw how that impacted their self-esteem. I had to take my blinders off and look at them for how the world sees them because that's what I was missing. I was so focused on the fact that we had this long friendship or they're so smart or they're so funny, but I wasn't paying attention to the fact that they genuinely don't love themselves. Genuinely.
so how could they love me how can I actually be important to them the way that they're acting like I am I'm not and that was hard for me to do it was hard for me to say I need to have more women around me who are like me because I felt like by saying that I was putting myself on a pedestal but it's not true the truth is I had moved out of one place to another because God wanted me to move and once I moved I realized I needed more people around me who could understand me who can relate to me who have the same priorities the same opportunities the same things at least similar enough that there wasn't this constant competition I wasn't having to lower myself explain myself why are you so dressed up we're only going here never have to explain myself anymore (laughs) because they get it they get it and they're dressed up too or if they're not they understand I don't have to explain every single part of my femininity to them. I don't have to lie and say I'm going to the library when I'm actually going to get a facial because I don't know what they're going to say about me getting a facial. Like the small things that you have to worry about when you're dealing with unfeminine people, it's too much. It's stressful. So think about who's in your life and how they really feel about you and how you feel around them. Think about how you feel. Focus on the way you feel when you talk to them, when you share things with them, when you talk about your lifestyle. Think about that. Another thing that's important is to pray for them. Now, I know you may be thinking, I'm about to be praying for this girl. Can't stand her. (sighs) Praying for people is so important because so many people are the way that they are because of life challenges, because of the parents they had, because they were abused, because they've always been poor, because they feel like they weren't blessed with the physical features you have. Whatever they are dealing with it's a stronghold in their life it's a serious problem and when you pray for people god can intervene in their life god will bless you so much for being able to pray because it's very difficult love your enemies is something that jesus says and pray for those who persecute you it's not easy i know so many of you have probably never prayed for an enemy try it try it at least try it to say you've tried it it's hard I've done it and one of the hardest things I have ever had to do. I couldn't even get myself to uh, say something nice about this person, like bless them. Why? Right. But this is what God asks us to do for a reason. You start opening doors for God to do incredible things in your life. And when you abide in the Lord, when you spend time with God, you are able to see more clearly who is and who isn't for you. You're able to have the strength from God to do hard things like pray for people who don't like you, to pray for people who don't get it, who need femininity, who are struggling with dating and they can't stay in a relationship and no one wants to marry them and they don't understand it's because they're not feminine. Pray for them that God will help them with that so that they can get married too. It's not easy, but it's necessary for you to develop and mature in your spirituality. Your spiritual maturity 
is important. It's part of your beautiful nature. And something that I have seen in my life that is so powerful is because I have such a good relationship with God, because I love God so much and I spend time with him. When other people are at me, trying to harm me, trying to down talk me, trying to sabotage, whatever, that those situations I had like in the workplace or with other women in my life, I see how God moves for me. Because girl, you don't want to mess with people who are close to God. That is one of the most dangerous things that you can do. A woman who has a close relationship with God, like God's girl, that's dangerous for you. You see examples of this in the Bible. Moses. God loves Moses. God loved Moses, loves Moses. And God spoke to Moses face to face. Moses was very close with God. He invited in God's presence. And when people were talking about Moses, when they're like, Moses, oh, you think you're better than us because you talked to God and they started coming for him, Moses had to pray and say, Lord, please. <laughs> because God ended up giving that person a disease because he said, how dare you talk about my friend Moses? God called Moses his friend. And some of you ladies, you're God's friend. Like God and you are actually like this. Do you think he is going to let people mess with you? He is not. He is not. <laughs> God is not mocked. It's not going to be good for them. You don't need to fight them. You don't need to get revenge on them. You don't need to meet them at their level because God it's going to go so hard for you. You're going to feel so sorry for them. So that is important for you to know because that helps you to have confidence in knowing that these people are not getting away with anything. That's why it's also so important to have a good relationship with God because he will help you in all of these areas. God knows that he gave you favor. He knows he allows you to be beautiful and smart and blessed and this and this and this. God gave it to you. He's the one who gave it to you. He's going to protect you with that. But don't think you're better than anyone. Don't act conceited or proud, but be grateful to God and trust him to fight your battles. Another thing that can help you is to remember the things that matter to you in life. The people who do love you, the friends that you do have that are real friends, even if it's just one, the neighbor that you have that checks on you and asks you how you're doing, your beautiful children, your husband, your pastor, your people that you hike with on Saturday mornings. Like remember the things and the people that are important to you and how fulfilled they make you feel when you're dealing with the haters. Remember the people who love you. Remember how important you are to the world. And your life work, for those of you who are living in your purpose or those of you who know that you have a purpose to pursue and you're on your way to pursuing it, remember those things. These are the things that are going to keep you grounded and happy and cleanse you from all of the trash that people are trying to throw at you when you're a feminine woman. And it's also really helpful to consume feminine content. If you're someone who is struggling with people hating on you and that kind of thing, then watch videos on femininity. It helps to just remind you that you're being who you're supposed to be. You see the comments, you get uplifted by the women in the comments. You get to be part of a community of women who love femininity and that connection really helps.
And last but not least, keep your eyes out for those women who are hating on you and then turn around and want to be your friend or want to be close to you. If you notice that this woman was giving you dirty looks or was rolling their eyes at you, pray about it and ask God, okay, what do you think about this? If that same person all of a sudden wants to be close to you, wants to be your friend, wants to ask you a bunch of questions about your life and get suggestions on this and this and that, pray and ask God, what do you think about this? And decide whether or not you want to befriend this person because you have to be very careful. Some people want to be close to you just to hurt you, just to sabotage you, just to take from you. They want all your connections. They want to know where you buy all your clothes, where you buy all your makeup, where you get your hair, because they want it all for themselves. They're not actually trying to be friends with you to pour into you. They want to just take from you. Be careful. Listen to your gut, your intuition. Pray and ask God for that ability to be able to see, hmm, okay, what's behind this smoke? And go from there. Don't just leap into the arms of every single woman who wants to be your friend, who wants to be close to you, especially if at any point you noticed that they did not like you. So my love, I hope that this information was helpful to you and it inspired you to just continue pushing forward in your femininity and in your life to not allow people to rock you out of your character, out of everything that you've built yourself to be. Take your time, trust God, and keep looking good, smelling good, and acting good because it's all good, girl. It's all good. And those haters will never stop. You'll be 90 years old, limping, and someone will still be hating on you because your limp is so cute. Okay? It's part of the process. So I hope that you were inspired and motivated and helped by this. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Dr. Daff Show and at Dr. Michelle Daff and share this episode with someone. Share it with someone that you love. Share it with another feminine woman. Share it with someone who could use a little self-esteem boost. I love you so much. And I want you to remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.